Hi, this is Ryan with Just For You Insurance. Hi, Ryan. It's Joey Gingola. Hey, Joey. What's going on? How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Gingola. Let's get into it. So I thought of something similar to that. I thought of actually creating a private Facebook group for restaurant owners. And I've talked to several restaurant owners about it. They said they really, really nothing like that exists where local restaurant owners can, can have their own, or even local and non-local can have their own Facebook groups like we do, for, we all have for our insurance, for our insurance groups where they can bounce ideas and grow off of each other and learn off of each other. And it doesn't seem like that process has started where as much as it is with us insurance agents, we're more than willing to be able to share and grow off of each other. And it doesn't seem like that's happening in the restaurant industry. That'd be great if I could facilitate that, but it's been on my mind, but it hasn't happened. Why not, Ryan? All right, I know we'll probably get to that, but that was my buddy Ryan Sotman of Just For You Insurance talking about his idea of creating, hey, guess what, a community around the people he wants to do business with. Imagine that. And I like that a lot. It's a good idea. It's a solid idea. It's controlling the community you want to be involved in, right? You are the ringleader, the grand poobah, the master of ceremonies. I'm running out of things. But you're the dude that controls the thing and you make it happen, right? Now, you know, Ryan's saying, hey, this thing doesn't exist in the restaurant industry. They're not so now maybe I guess possibly uh, restaurant owners for whatever reason they don't like each other they don't want to share their their tips their tricks their tactics their tools their whatever and well there's not a whole lot Ryan's going to be able to do about that if they're just not going to be receptive of that way of life and they're just not going to be decent human beings about it there's not a whole a whole lot he can do I can't obviously speak to whether or not that's going to be the the case or not but what is going to be the case is he's bringing together a bunch of people uh, with similar interests and goals and motivations um, that can dramatically help each other get to where they want to go, right? Good stuff. He's putting himself in the center of that conversation, which ultimately leaves him to be like the most trusted kind of everybody knows him. And then when you know they need uh, you know to talk about their insurance for their restaurant, He's right there, all snuggly, warm, and cozy right next to him. He's got it already locked down. Maybe. Sort of. Probably. And that sounds, I mean, that sounds kind of fun, right? I mean, who wouldn't want to have a group of people that are just constantly flocking, surrounding you, and asking you for your opinion and your services and whatever, right? It seems like a pretty cool place to live, uh, a nice way of doing business. And yes, I think that you know ryan this is definitely something that you should you know potentially pursue but i just i'm i'm gonna ask because i asked it i asked it before you know when we started this is so what's going on what's holding you back right now um because i think i mean i assume i have to i'd have to create the content you know and invite the people invite people which inviting the people wouldn't be a big deal i think that that people would start sharing it you know restaurant owners would start sharing with each other and whatnot i think i would initially be the one that have to start creating the content i don't know i'm not so sure about that ryan so here's why i mean as far as creating the content so that's i mean that's that's very that's very jiggly right now so let's see if we can't firm that up and and really lock in on what exactly that may or may not mean 
all right, if we're taking this approach of we're going to, you know, accumulate a bunch of like-minded business industry individuals who are sharing common goals, dreams, aspirations, and all that good stuff. Let's say we're doing that. As far as creating the content inside of the group, I don't know that they're necessarily looking for you for the help to tell them how to run their business because, you know, quite frankly, you don't know how to run their business. And the content that you would necessarily be creating wouldn't be geared geared towards that. The only content that you would be creating is how to help them buy insurance for their restaurant business. And yes, that's something that you could create, but that's really kind of an entirely separate marketing strategy altogether. Really your job in this role of, you know, kind of curating the community or creating the community or whatever, uh, iteration, alliteration, there we go, whatever alliteration of those words you want to assemble, uh, whatever that is, right, that your functionality is is to um, ignite conversation, right? You need to start the process of getting them to open up. You need to create that community to the to the point to where it becomes self-sustaining based on everyone else's ability and interest to to move the conversation to a different place, right? So it's you know, it's hey, what are you guys working on today? What's what's your number one struggle? What's what what are some of the biggest roadblocks you're finding in growing your restaurant? Uh, what are some of the strategies that you have considered? What has worked? What has what hasn't? Just asking those questions, right? That's the just doing that work. That's the work that you're doing. That's the work you're qualified to do, and that's ultimately the the content that you would be creating. Um, so I don't want you to look at it like, oh boy, I better write a couple thousand word blog post before I get this community together so I can share some information into it. I don't really know that that's what they're looking for. Now, maybe if you want to say, I want to get together a list of like 20 or 30 articles or videos or whatever that I might ultimately share into this group as resources. Okay. Um, uh, You're not, again, you're not really, you're not really, you're not a restaurant tour of some, I mean, you're not trying to sell a, how to run a restaurant product, if you will, or you're not trying to invest in, uh, these restaurants, you are ultimately trying to sell them insurance. And again, restaurants, farmers, insert industry, technology companies, whatever you want, right? Just your niche is the community. And that's that's not not what you're after, right? You're, you, you are, your, your function is to create in a different way, right? Is to create conversation. And you're going to do that by asking the right questions. You're going to do that by uh, making the right connections. That is how you are going to add value. That is how you're going to deliver on that. And that ultimately is the role, I think. And that's why I don't think it's there's that there, there's a whole lot of pressure to get started. Where there is pressure is if anybody's going to care. And of course, you know, I wouldn't want to create the group and invite all these people and get all these people in there and put out one thing of content. And then I just kind of fall off going along the lines of having something going is better than nothing at all. You know, I, of course, want to perfect it again. (laughs) Now there's that other P word again, perfection. And so, okay. So we've established that the content that Ryan thinks is holding him back maybe isn't really holding him back, and it's maybe a different type of content. But what is very real and where I might allow his perfection to 
be marginally validated for like a half a second is around, you know, I don't want to just create a group, post one piece of content and then have it fade away because my goodness, have I tried to, to create a couple groups that have just died like ridiculously quick and well, slow and painful deaths, quick and pain, quick is not really painful, whatever. It's just, it wasn't pretty right going out. It was just not a fun thing to experience. Nobody cared. And to, again, it's a lot of work to show up in that place every day. Right. So it's not necessarily, am I creating the right content is, am I asking enough questions? Am I stirring enough conversation? Do I have enough people that are actually interested in, in, in trying to do this and facilitate and getting it to the point to where it is self-sustaining? Have you gotten to that momentum where there's enough people in the group, there's enough active people constantly asking questions, stirring up conversation and participating as long as you know, you're not the catalyst for the whole darn thing. And that, oh boy, that is the real challenge because you really can't make somebody care about improving their business. As much as you might want them to, they've got to want to do it. And if you don't have the right people in there, then it's just not going to be a whole lot of fun. Take what you're actually listening to right now. Take Agency Nation. We're kind of controlling the insurance community in some capacity. By the stuff that we put out. We have, you know, people in the insurance space constantly surrounding us and um, waiting to maybe potentially do business with us. Yeah, I don't know. We I mean, maybe, right? Come on. A little bit? Probably. And we're creating now this is a different strategy, right? We're actually creating the content because we're in the industry helping you do a thing. A little bit different, right? So that's where you kind of have to identify the differences. And maybe that's where maybe people get caught up is that they're looking for permission is not the right word, but you get, you, you talk intimidated, you get, you talk yourself out of doing this because you're thinking, what business do I have controlling a group of, of restaurant owners and really none other than nobody else is doing it. So why not? And that's, you know, never, that's always been a good enough reason for me. And I think it should be a good enough reason for you because I mean, they're not going to hate you for it. I don't think, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see what it would have to go wrong for that to happen. Actually it might be fun. Let me know. But Joey at agency nation.com. If you create a group and they hate you for it and what you did to make them hate you for it, that'll be some good reading. I'll catch up on it on the weekend. Send that to me anyways. Yes. It's very real that you could possibly, you know, think, Oh, this is so great. I've got these awesome people that I want to do business with. And I'm going to create a Facebook group. And then you invite like a hundred of them or whatever. And like 20 of them join and like five of them actually maybe even pay attention to the thing. And really it's just like two dudes that end up just, you know, making plans on a Saturday night sort of thing. Right. That's what your group ends up being. And it's just depressing on a couple different levels. And, that's the challenge, right? Is how do you get it to that? I mean, look at again, some of, you know, Ryan mentioned in the very first clip, look at some of the groups that we have in the insurance industry. IAOA. How do you get it there? Somebody go talk to Nick Ayers, right? Ask him what it was like in the beginning. He can probably tell you better than I can. You know, that's, that is a Facebook group kind of strategy of, you know, that was, that was the bread and butter. I believe initially, I don't know, Nick, I'm sorry if I'm speaking out of turn. I, I guess there, I guess we never really had this conversation, but maybe we should. Uh, again, ask Nick what it was like in the beginning. How did he, you know, what did they do 
to foster that community, to have it grow, to have it become self-sustaining, to have it be where they don't have to be the ones posting something every day. In those communities, uh, Insurance Soup, um, this one's not really public, but Grow Mastermind. Uh, you know, those communities have become, you know, self-sustaining. We have our own here at Agency Nation, Agency Nation University, which uh, I'm getting to know and uh, get a little accustomed to uh, being on the other side here. Uh, most of the agents that are in there, I kind of knew. There's some new ones, so I'm getting to, to know them. There's some people that are kind of quiet, the lurkers. They kind of freak me out a bit. But anyways, uh, love, it's the interaction, right? It's going deep with those people. And that's the, that's the power of it, right? Is can you get the right people in there to solve problems fast? If somebody goes to, to Agency Nation University and they're like, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to do this, you know, before Sydney jumps in there, before I might get in there, before Ryan gets in there, you know, uh, there's already, you know, answers from other people. And that's what you want, right? And how do you get there? And how do you get the right mix of people participating in these communities? Because, yeah, it's easy to create, hey, um, Restaurant domination for Illinois. It's easy to create that group, but it's easy. It's, it's so much more difficult for that to actually be a true statement. And ultimately you just have to remember, you don't need to be an expert in their community. You just need to be the one that is willing to stand up and organize that community so you can have control of it. All right, I really, really need your help on this one. I'm gonna be honest, because I feel like I'm there's just an inkling somewhere that I might have misjudged, like by a, maybe a substantial margin, a, a, like a maybe important thing in life. Just maybe. I don't know. I'm gonna ask you. So you tell me. I got a, I got a buddy, a new buddy of mine. I uh, got an email over the weekend. My buddy Ed. I'm gonna call him High Roller Ed out in California who's kind of getting on me a little bit uh, for every, everybody that listened to, I can't remember what episode it was, whatever episode I mentioned, uh, my um, my botched uh, birthday shopping uh, experience, the terrible sales experience that I had with my wife. My buddy Ed was saying that uh, he was maybe a little disappointed in me for for you know batting an eye at, at dropping you know, basically $2,000 on a gift for my, for my wife for her birthday. And I don't know, I mean, uh, I just kind of feel like that. I don't know. Like that just feels like kind of like a lot of money. I don't know. I mean, regardless if I have it or not, I mean, like there's three kids. Like we spend most of our money on those guys because they're just it's just an endless money pit. I'm sure most of you know. Um, just felt like like maybe something I shouldn't do. You know, I spent about a thousand dollars. Just, psh, but uh, you know, that's. I mean, honestly though, I just Ed, Ed's calling me out, so I, I gotta ask, right? What is what's the uh, what's the appropriate dollar amount here? Like, what are we talking? Like, what do you normally do for the significant other? Am I missing the boat? Is like is like have I not kept up with inflation? Is like two thousand dollars like kind of like what you know like the like the hundred dollar gift was when you were I don't know whenever you were spending a hundred dollar gifts, whatever. Uh, just kind of curious as to what the. Uh, appropriate dollar because maybe that might explain some things in my life you know that i never knew you know maybe that might just maybe that just might fix a few things if i if i'm a little behind the inflation curve so joey at agencynation.com help me out and maybe my you know maybe my marriage i don't know um 
how much do you spend? I mean, you don't have to get specific. We can go maybe higher or lower than we'll use $1,000 as the benchmark. You can say, I usually spend higher. I usually spend lower, significantly lower. You know, I usually spend a lot more. Joey, you're a cheap son of a... You get it, right? So whatever the case is, I'm curious because I got I to gotta know for my new buddy, my new buddy, Ed, who is a fan of the podcast. So Ed, uh, how's it going? I just got to know, right? I feel like... There are not too many times in life where I feel like I don't have my pulse on on the uh, the modern culture, right? But I kind of thought like, well, wait a second, uh, am I missing something here, Ed? Because that's kind of how I felt. Joey at agencynation.com to let me know. 